Yo, what is up, guys? I know it's been such a long time. It's been over a year. Um, but this is your host, Ani Nair. And welcome back, finally, to Vibing with Ani. Today, for my fourth episode, I will be joined by a very good friend of mine, one of my closest friends. And um, most of you guys know him. If you went to Fair, you knew him. And, um, you know, he's blonde, wears glasses. Some of you call him Ed Sheeran and other stuff. <laughs> but anyways... Uh, without further ado, welcoming onto the show, Mason Savali. Oh. Alright, take a seat, please. Okay. Alright. How, how's everybody doing? Uh, I don't know who you're talking to. It's just <laughs> us. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, anyways. So, Mason, before I yeah. um, start off, I know you. I told you that I was going to ask you some questions, yeah. and I prepared questions, but before that, how's your summer been? It's been all right. It's been yeah. good. Have some um, good times with good friends. Yeah. I know we went to Torches yesterday with a couple of other people, so that was yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, I really didn't want to see you there, but you were there. You know, you just kind of showed up out okay. of nowhere. Right. Nobody really invites you anywhere. Right. You kind of okay. just invite yourself. Okay. So. Let's, let's, not, let's not roast the host. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, but anyways, I'm glad to hear. How's the how's the 95 treating you? Villa, Villa kids. Stream my bank account well. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, okay, anyways, I think we got the uh, the formalities out of the well, way. Well, I just want to say it's an honor to be your first guest back. You. I'm excited to for a new season of Vibing with Ani. Hopefully, right. many more episodes to come. For real. I mean, dude, I made an Instagram account. It's official. It's, it's officially official. happening now. For real, it's officially happening. <laughs> happening. Okay. Um, anyways. <laughs> So, are you ready to get started with yeah, the questions? Yeah, let's go. Alright, so, I know we just graduated high school, like a month. Yep. Almost two months. But, um, what has your favorite high school memory been? Oh. Uh, there's, okay, there's a couple I'm not, like, directly involved with. Like, I remember, and the Cypher people are going to know this, but I remember the morning in junior year when they found the fish in the toilet oh. <laughs> i remember i know the guy who did it i'm friends with him gary yeah I, <laughs> so i don't know how many listeners out there did not go to sci fair but one morning they just found a fish from heb in the toilet <laughs> like just in the water a dead fish and just the energy the atmosphere it's unmatched it was just it was really good those first three hours just really felt like high school to me yeah uh personal anything personal like with you in it i really enjoyed i only went to one dance throughout all of high school it was you were not there (laughs) 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 but it was fun (laughs) that's the only dance i didn't go to yeah but that's the only one i went to it was a good time again we only got we only got three dances. Yeah, three we dances. Didn't prom we didn't get a prom or a senior hoko, but it was junior hoko. Yeah. I went with my friends, my, all my guy friends. Yeah. That's good. And it was it that. was a good time. Yeah. I also was like president of a club. I don't know if you knew that. Okay, but, I think yeah. I, uh, AVP. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Cool. <laughs> no, but that was fun, and we kind of just we kind of messed around, but like it was. It was good chaos. It was That's good times. Good. good. Good to hear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually kind of relate to that homecoming thing. Like sophomore year homecoming. I don't know if you've seen the video. Yeah. Of me. Where you're yeah. flying in there. <laughs> that was definitely like the peak of my high school. Yeah. So I definitely relate to you. Homecoming is always fun, especially in a group of friends. Yeah. Uh, 
I know Sid Sid had a date that year, sophomore year, but he like they were still part of our group. And yeah, I think that was definitely fun. But um, coming back to homecoming and uh, prom, I know we didn't get that senior year. But yeah. how would you rate our experiences of homecoming and prom our senior year? Because I know we did like our own thing. <laughs> and then we did our. I don't know. If, I don't think you were there for homecoming though, right? No, I don't think I was. No, yeah. I don't think I was. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you were. But for prom, you prom was were. prom was a good experience. Yeah, that was so fun. It was yeah, it was fun. The dinner yeah. was nice. It was a, it was a good night. Yeah, somewhat. It was it was a good time. It was a good, good time. time. Yeah, and okay. the senior celebration kind of lame ish, but, but also fun. It was fun because we because we had our friends with us. Because you won. Yeah, because I won. Because you won, won awards. Guys, what I, I win again? Uh, best dressed, best actor. Um, I was nominated for prom king, got snubbed, but it's all right. My boy Jaskarn, cool guy. He won, deserved. No, uh, you should hang that up. That what? should be like set decoration, like your best dressed sash. Yeah. Like you should wear that wherever you go from now on. I'll wear it at Baylor. Like I don't want to be seen in public without you if you're not wearing the all best right. dress. All right, thing. sounds good. Um, but I think it's the small moments in high school that really make the difference, because yeah. like. You don't really realize it, but, like, I remember freshman year when we used to walk around, like, 15 people in a hallway. And yeah. just, like, everybody's just, like, going off to different sub-smaller hallways. And the friend group keeps getting smaller as you go down yeah. Main Street. Uh-huh. And just, like, memories like that. Because, I mean, obviously you're not going to... You don't really do that type of stuff in college. Not every, you don't do, like, walk. Yeah, you don't really walk to classes with, like, other people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. You know yeah. what I mean. No, I get what you mean. Yeah. Because... One, there's not even hallways. You're just like walking. Yeah, you the walk building. to lecture halls and stuff. Yeah, and like a building. And everybody's on their own schedule. Exactly. Because, and most of the time, yeah, exactly. Even people you share a class with, they're coming from like all over. Exactly, yeah. So, so that's, that, I'm going to miss that, honestly. That, it, it's fun. And it's also like, oh no. And then there's just random jokes that come up through the days. Especially, like, especially the lunchtime jokes. Yeah. The cafeteria. Like, I remember when. Adrian Guzman, we call him Guzzy. Guzzy he used yeah. to say, he used to say, same drip, same <laughs> drip, same drip. <laughs> Our friend Andy used to wear the, like the same type of clothes every day. It's kind of mean in hindsight, but yeah. it was really funny. Okay, back but then. I think I think that kind of propelled Andy to have better. Yeah, outfits. Andy's like dripping now. Yeah, Andy has really good outfits. Yeah, I, I so, respect that about him. Uh, and Guzzy still wears. The so same bullying works. Clothes. Bullying works. In theory, bullying works, but it does not make you taller. Yeah. So, Sorry, Andy. Yeah, and me too. Mm, okay. Bringing it up yourself. <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah. The small, the small moments definitely. Uh, I I agree. With, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think the cafeteria roast sessions or just joking around has been like one of my favorite things since since middle school. Honestly, like just like sitting with everyone and just like just like shitting on each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just like... it's cursed. My bad. Well, explicit. We'll put a warning. We'll okay. A warning. No, but yeah, you're right. Like the, that lunch table experience is never gonna be replicated yeah. again. Also, because men humor is just, or not in general, but guys our age humor is just so immature, and it's, it's just so funny though. It's like we're everybody regrets what they say like freshman year, <laughs> and like everybody has videos on Snapchat oh of like God. Ani just saying the weirdest stuff, and like we just bring it back every four years, and it's just it's really funny. Yeah, it is. And so, no, yeah. I definitely agree. But um, what's it called? Speaking of lunch, I'm low key hungry. 
so that's fine. <laughs> we gotta get this episode done. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, I look you feel like Joe Rogan right now. <laughs> you wanna hit this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna drink my water instead, instead of smoking a J. For real. Uh, no need to be like Elon Musk, you know. I do this all the time, actually, so I do this all the time. <laughs> um, so, kind of on the topic of high school, but not really. Um, what are your favorite memories from your childhood? Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. That's very tough. Uh, a lot of them have to do with my family. So, my uncle, he owns a ranch. This is my dad's side. I'll start with my dad's side. Okay, okay. He owns a ranch. And I remember we used to spend a lot of summers there. And I just have a lot of memories of, like, fishing and him drinking a lot of beer. My uncle. <laughs> and just now me in hindsight, I like, look at that. I'm like, he was always drunk. But he was always the best time there. Mm-hmm. So good times there. Yeah. I used to go to my mom's house, who was recently passed away. Oh, Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But, Sorry uh, to hear that. She was oh, a wonderful that lady. grandma? Yeah. Okay. And I remember that's really... Actually, where I began my passion for movies, because I oh. used to watch horror movies with her all the time mm, when I was okay. like five, and it would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> but in hindsight, watching those movies like every weekend with her really made me fall in love with like movies in general and like cinema. Yeah, and yeah. I remember watching like Goodfellas. Okay, I've actually with, never seen that. Yeah, so, so you should. Okay, no, I'll check but, it out. Like, for a 10-year-old to be watching that, it's not, like, I guess appropriate. But for me, at least, it, like, really made me, like, my imagination grow and, like, no, my I creativity. That. I, so. I, think, I think those, like, age restrictions, obviously, they're necessary. But I think it just depends on the environment you're surrounded in. Yeah. Like, you, I've never seen... I don't know what Goodfellas is about. Yeah. Is it, like, violent or something? Is well, that why? my grandma, she... Or... That my dad's side of the family is Italian, so okay, it's kind of like, but they're also like kind of not really Italian. Like they say like "baba bui," like as a joke, <laughs> but it's not. We don't like make that type yeah, of stuff. Like yeah. we're more like we make gumbo and okay that type of dish. But I mean, it's just once you experience that in that type of household where they have the stories to like kind of back up what's yeah. happening. Like my grandma, she was raised in a mob city in new orleans so okay. she kind of understood Damn. the plot and That's it, so it cool. makes it really interesting yeah. to watch it also i watched them all in vhs too oh i've actually so, yeah. i think i've seen a couple of movies on vhs like back yeah. in India. so she has a lot of she had a lot of old movies on vhs okay and that's where we watched all her horror movies too so that's so dope yeah that yeah that's great and then on my grandma's side and i'm about to give you i'll give you a dollar because i'm gonna i'm gonna add drop but your my, ad, grandma, ad drop. Okay. my grandma my okay. grandma has a restaurant wait are this on your mom's side yeah my mom's, mom's side. side okay okay my grandma uh she owns a restaurant in galveston called oh, you shy told cats me about this. what is it okay say it again shy cats cafe and bakery shy uh, cats cafe and bakery all right yeah. anytime you're in galveston go check that out all and right? i'm not even just dropping it like if it was if it was shitty food i would not be talking about <laughs> it but it is actually don't, don't really good <laughs> no it is exceptional i used to only eat chicken tenders religiously as a kid and she really does make the best ones. But Dope. also the breakfast food there is really good. But I have a memory there. I worked there. I worked there a couple days. Like as a really young kid. Like 12. And I remember one time. The day I got fired. I was pouring over a guy. Like pouring some water. And yeah. he like kind of 
shouldered it and it like got a little splash on his shoulder he's like he got like, give me a look and i was like what he's like don't pour over me don't pour over me and my grand and he was like getting really mad mm. and my grandma's restaurant's always packed yeah because you know it's that good good food guys yeah so That's good food uh yeah shy cats but she like came over and was like diffuse the situation and she was like you know what just go sit in the office for the rest of the day but i made enough money to buy we sports resort okay. i think that day so that is dope. pretty good pretty fun that's dope dope and yeah that's those are three locations and memories that i have a, a lot of love with from your childhood yeah from my okay. childhood how about you me okay uh for me personally i think more i i've spent my childhood in three different places you mm-hmm. know i was born in india I lived there until I was about three, three and a half. I, I have a couple memories from there. And um, I moved to Singapore whenever I was like almost four. And I lived there until I was like about eight. That's when I moved here. So I have a lot of me- like my childhood core memories is like split up into different areas. Mm-hmm. Right. Because in Singapore, you know, uh, it's like really nostalgic, like looking at um, stuff from there because like. You know, so I started out, I went to kindergarten there because I went to preschool in India. Okay. I went to preschool in India and um, I went to, I started going to kindergarten in Singapore and I started out in like a normal public school. Right. But um, are the public schools there nice? Like is the government like, yeah, no, no, definitely. They're nice. The okay. kids weren't nice. Like I, like I was bullied. So <laughs> I, yeah, I was bullied because I was like the only Indian kid. I was the only brown kid. Okay. Everyone else was Asian. And I, I don't think kids have a sense of racism at that age. Yeah. But when you see someone different, you're naturally going to, like, go... Especially if they act like you. Okay. I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> but anyways, you know, I would, yeah. I would literally come crying, like, every day after school. And I'd be like, I'd be like I don't want to go here. So then my parents transferred me to a school called DPS, which is Delhi Public School something. So it's like a school that's actually in India, but they have school locations in different countries okay so i would learn like hindi stuff like that and like teachers were indian and i was with like indian kids Mm -hmm. and that was a great experience i actually met one of my childhood best friends who i actually named my brother after abhimanyu like my brother you guys know him as abhi and uh but his name is abhimanyu and uh he we he was gonna be born like a couple months before we moved here and i was like okay i want to name him after my best friend so i don't forget about my best friend so I named him Abhimanyu. And um, yes, and I think one of my favorite memories in Singapore was doing plays for my school. Nice. That definitely has been a passion for um, acting. I do short films mm-hmm. and uh, monologues, stuff like that. And that has definitely been the start for my passion, those plays. Uh, I didn't really like wearing lipstick. Um <laughs> So that was I didn't really like that. I would always rub it off. You know what's interesting is as a kid you don't even realize that it's like your passion. Like I remember Yeah. I remember I used to just like well, this is getting a little TMI, but I <laughs> did not sleep in my bedroom for like okay. up until I was like ten. I don't know why. I just always slept on the couch. I think it's because I like wanted to be close to my mom or something. But Another part of it is that I used to watch like one or two movies a, like a night. I would okay. just like go on demand on my TV and like I'd find a movie. And I remember just like watching movies like Night at the Museum and like, yeah. like uh, Marley and Me. Like just weird movies and I would re-watch them all the time. And now I look back and I'm like, 
I really just liked movies ever since I was young, but I never even like the kids are not even putting that together. Yeah, know? no, I get that actually. And um, one of my memories from India is um, going to my childhood pediatrician, Doctor Shinoy, mm-hmm. who actually like at the age of three and four, because whenever I'd go to India to visit, if I'd ever need to go to the doctor. Because we stayed, like, my parents had a house in Bangalore, mm-hmm. and my mom's parents lived in that house. Yeah. But the rest of my family, like, literally the rest of them, they all are in Pune. Okay. So we'd go to both places, Bangalore and Pune. But I don't know if you know, we're actually South Indian from Kerala. So we have some family from Kerala. Okay. But not too many. Most is that of, near Nepal? Like No, no, no. Kerala is, like, south. Nepal is, like, north. Like, northeast. And then Pakistan's to the left. Yeah, northwest. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but Pune is central India. Okay. Bangalore is a little south, and Kerala is the southernmost tip. And Mumbai is close to Pune. Okay. It's like two. It's like the distance of Austin to Houston. Gotcha. Basically. Okay. And so, anyways, so we're actually from Kerala, but most of my family's in Pune. But anyways, in Bangalore, Doctor Shinoy, anytime I'd go, I just like loved going to the pediatrician's office, and I don't. I never really realized being that was like a passion until i like any period whenever i moved here dr patel i don't know if you know Mm -hmm. him him, but a lot of us have gone to him when i would go to a pediatrician's office i felt like i belonged there not even as a patient but as like a doctor whenever i would shadow stuff i was like wow i can totally see myself and it's crazy because like as a kid i was like there's not a passion i just thought it was fun but like just seeing him interact with that many people Mm -hmm. kids and like i think as a kid my my thing was like i wanted to find out why these kids were here and i wanted to make sure they're just happy because this dr shinoi like he didn't make you feel like you were at a doctor like you felt like you were having fun Mm -hmm. and he always like he would make you laugh make you smile and i think that definitely motivated me nice and that's if i become a pediatrician in the future that's he's the person i try to be and uh do you have anything else to add because this kind of ties into my next question yeah go ahead um do you have a role model or like an idol you look up to and if so why you know it's tough because there's i'll speak about two people in particular but there's so many people that really do inspire me okay i'd say someone who really inspires me my mom okay i think me too i think she has been an amazing mother for 18 years and i Sometimes when I think about all the sacrifice she's made for me, it really gets me like emotional. But yeah. she's just a very strong, very kind. She's a big heart. She's always been opening and nice to all my friends. Uh, she's always supported me in what I want to do. Yeah. And she just she wants to make sure that I'm as happy as I can be. Can I can I add something? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so my mom actually had given me the idea for that question, and she thought you would say your mom. Yeah. And so and so wow, I guess uh, shout out to my mom for yeah. guessing that. Thank you, Smita. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you guys didn't know, my mom's name is Smita. She's uh, a very sweet lady yeah, as well. She's very sweet. Always opened up her your house to me. Yeah. As yeah. Well. Both my parents. Makes me feel they, so my parents love having my friends over. Yeah. Like they tell me they're like we're gonna miss that in college, but definitely when we're back, we're gonna hang out at my yeah. place. But um, anyways, that's great. Do you have any other people? I'd say, I think more recently, like the last two years, I think Kid Cudi yes, has yes. really become an inspiration for me. I think his perseverance through his own mental health struggles has really inspired me to like keep going through mine. And mm. just as an artist too, I think he's insanely creative. And for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, he's like 30-something, and I don't really like old rappers like that, but when he released his album last year, I was just blown away. I know. He still got it to me, and I think the way he's able to go into different lanes of entertainment as well as like an actor. Yeah, he acts too, yeah. Yeah, it's like a fashion designer too. I think he's just... He really inspires me, and hopefully one day I can meet him and yeah. hopefully work with him, honestly. But I love that guy. Yeah, me too. I think Kid Cudi is definitely... I think um, when it comes to rap music, mm-hmm. not many people speak about their mental health. Yeah. But Kid Cudi started that initiative, right? Mm-hmm. And then like Kanye West got on it with... Uh, of course. Uh, Ye and Kid mm-hmm. C Ghosts, which was collab with um, Kid Cudi. But also, like this guy raised like a whole generation of like teenagers like not just us but like teenagers who are older than us in their 20s like pete davidson Mm -hmm. right this guy's like 24 23 something like that and he was like kid cuddy saved my life like this guy has been impacting kids guys our age maybe even girls too you know people listen to rap maybe no no i'm (laughs) I'm just just kidding (laughs) no but um but you know when you when you look at mental health one hearing guys talk about it is something that was stigmatized Mm -hmm. um and especially in rap, you know, when rap, you're like talking about, you're flexing about what you have, not what you're struggling with. And I think he paid, he paved a way for uh, so many great artists. I mean, um, now you hear so many artists talking about heartbreaks and how that's affected them. Not even heartbreaks, but like personal struggles mm-hmm. through their childhood. And I think he's definitely one to credit well, for that. Well, I think a lot of people will cite 808s and Heartbreak as like one of the more cultural influential Heart, yeah. albums but he co-wrote half of exactly, those songs as well exactly. with Kanye exactly so he's to uh not to blame but he's to credit for the emo rap yeah genre as well yeah. which Juice World, uh uh Lil Uzi also said Lil Uzi exactly and I don't know if y'all know Travis Scott literally yeah. Scott is named after Scott Muscutty yeah exactly Kid Cudi's name so this guy has just been a like a I'd honestly say a, like a beacon of hope. I think so. Um, I, I I really looked up to him as inspiration. Yeah. Also, I just love his like attitude of him just doing whatever he wants. Yeah. He yeah. really kind of shows you like you just got to be your own individual spirit and just try to that yeah make it in this world because if you don't you're just not gonna that's be truly that's happy. something i definitely live by like yeah. trying to be yourself like who you are wearing yeah. like when he wore the dress on yeah for his snl performance or yeah just even, even speaking about his issues yeah as well. like self-expression exactly right? and um what's it called and his music has just always evolved mm-hmm. and he's never afraid to try new things you know that's that's definitely so any other inspirations? Uh, I mean, there's so many family members that have yeah. taught me many valuable lessons. I think my sister, she's kind of, uh, she's obviously That's been by me. That's another person my mom said you might yeah, think about. Yeah, she's been by me my whole life. She's my older sister by two years. And I think we've gone through so many of the same experiences. So it's kind of like having someone there who obviously has a different personality, but can you can bounce solutions and ideas and problems off of and you don't really get that outside of a sibling you know yeah exactly so i hope to be that for abby because he's the younger one right yeah he'd be in your shoes and uh definitely me and him have grown closer when quarantine happened because we were just stuck with each other right Mm -hmm. and i definitely think like i'm gonna miss him a lot in college but i definitely think that um he will probably have similar experience hopefully not some of the same experience <laughs> but but uh, hopefully he'll be a little smarter but, yeah but he he's you know i'm i'm glad i'm able to offer him advice and stuff of course and um 
I'm also able to help my parents out because for high school, they didn't really like know with me like what mm-hmm. to go, but now they have me to help them out and they've seen me like they've experienced it with me so it'll be easier for them mm-hmm. to be with Abi but definitely like that I can totally see that yeah. I definitely think I have a kind of a unique experience when it comes to being a sibling because I was the youngest sibling up until I was 14 and then I got three younger step siblings mm-hmm. so I hope to be that type of role model to them too yeah. I'm I'm feel I think I, I feel I'm pretty close with all I, of them at this point. I think point. you are. And I hope to set like a positive example for them. Yeah. I mean, I love them all. I have two older sisters too, so yeah. I'm like I feel like I've felt the older and younger experience sibling wise. Yeah. But yeah, I if I I'm trying to think of any more role models. I think a filmmaking role model in particular mm. is Jordan Peele. I think he yeah. The way he's able to create his own vision and style while also maintaining his like level of humor to me, just really remarkable. I think he he's someone who really inspires me. He also did not give up on his vision or like compromise. So I really look up to him. Uh yeah. Yeah. That's How about great. you? Um so I don't know if I have like a role model. I have inspirations. Okay. But role models, I actually try to because role models, I feel like yeah. They're good to have, but sometimes you try you idolize them too much. Of course. And you try to become like them, but you're not meant to be like them. You're I think I kind of I kind of fell into that pitfall. I hate to interrupt. No, you, no, no, you're fine. Go when ahead. I was talking or obviously Kanye is somebody that comes up to me when I think about someone who inspires me From but the south side that yeah. know me best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as a role model, he's a very conflicting role model. Because yeah. there's elements of him that you can love. Yeah. And, but even the elements of him that you dislike, you also kind of respect. Like, he speaks his mind. He's honest. Yeah. He tells his own truth. Yeah. He doesn't let other people... Dictate how he should live. Yeah, exactly. And even when that results in horrible <laughs> moments for him, it's still like, that's Kanye. Like, that's just what you get when you're... I mean, when you're him. Yeah. So, I, I I feel like you kind of relate to that as well with yeah. Kanye. Kanye, yeah. I mean, music-wise, great. Um, other stuff, uh, not so, like, I don't, I'm not, he's not really, like, an inspiration because he's just one of my favorite artists, mm-hmm. like, of all time. He's one of my favorite musical, musical artists, production, lyrics, songs, everything. But I think inspirations... Harry Styles, of course, a big inspiration has has taught me to accept myself for who I am, be mm-hmm. myself, um, wear what I want, not just wear what I want. Like his style has definitely influenced. I went through this whole phase of wearing Chelsea boots. Like I literally have two pairs of Chelsea boots because he wore them. Um, skinny jeans, <laughs> um, <laughs> along with like flowy button downs. I don't know if, if you knew mm-hmm. he used to wear those a lot. But he inspired me not through fashion, not just fashion kind of like kickstarted. It was like a domino effect. It taught me to accept myself for who I am. Mm-hmm. Him, he's a, he's a big inspiration if we're talking celebrity-wise. But family-wise, I think my dad. Of course. Um, both my parents, honestly. I think both of them are two such strong individuals. They're both very opposite. Um, Mom is much more patient than my dad is. No offense, dad. Um <laughs> But, but the way, and they show love differently, but both of them, like, they're just pillars of love and strength. 
that I aspire to be. Like, they're the type of parents that I want to be. Like, mm-hmm. they're so welcoming of all my friends. They've, they have that balance of strictness and freedom mm-hmm. that I think kids our age should have. Like, they know when the right time is to let their kid do things, right? Um, and another thing, like, my dad, just, like, seeing the way he's worked so hard for me and my brother and my mom... Um, because my mom, she used to not work. She used to be a stay at home mm-hmm. mom. She actually left her job after she had me. And then while moving and all, it would just become too much. She works now. She's been working for of a course. while. Yeah, yeah. But seeing him support us and even when times get hard, his like faith never wavers, you know, that like, I like in my mind, he is like a perfect man, mm-hmm. you know, like he is what I hope to be one day. Although I'm a little bit more social than him. He's shy. He's like my brother. He's like Abi. Well, he's in but, a country that he's not. Yeah, no, from even as well. even back in India, he was yeah. shy, quiet. He's because he's like the oldest. He's the oldest brother. He has two younger siblings. And on his cousins, he's the oldest as well. So he has that sense of responsibility. Yeah, he's used to trying to keep calm and exactly. peace. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, he used to be like me, like super talkative yeah. in college and stuff. But when he got married is when he like matured. Yeah. And my parents got married really young. They were both 23 when they got married. Mm-hmm. So he had to mature really quickly. And um, both of them did actually. Mm-hmm. And I think they've been doing a great job. They've been married for 20, 20 something years now. Touch wood. Um, and, um, you know, just even my mom as well. She's always been so patient and kind. And uh, I think, I hope to have the best qualities of both of them. That's what I hope to be. And, you know, their their family, like, where their parents were compared to how they are today, like, they've really, like, they grew up in a one-room house. That's, like, that's, like, how their childhood was spent. Like, in a one-room mm-hmm. house, right? And now we're over here, like, abroad. Like, we're the we have a ones. podcast. I have a room. podcast, you know? Uh <laughs> I um we're staying in such a in a great house yeah. and just the hard work they've put in has really inspired me and like the thing they always say is we want you to be better than us and I think that's a goal that I want for my kids to have in the future as well I want them to be better than me mm-hmm. and so I definitely think my parents are two big inspirations for me and um, if I yeah. if I could add three more I'll be quick no though. no no you can be quick don't worry don't so, worry so. Also, my dad, because I really, I think his work ethic and the amount of just straight hustle and, like, grind that he's put in throughout, like, the last, like, 40 years has been insane. I really admire that, and I think it really has rubbed off on me. I, I like to think that, at least. I, th- I, like I, to think I, think, I, some, I think you're a pretty hard worker. Yeah, so, so. I, I really admire that, and that's something that I've really looked up to for my whole life. One woman who has definitely been like a a big influence on my life is my nana, who is my great grandma. Okay. And she lived with my family for my whole life, and she's still alive. So this doesn't get sad. But she grew up in the Great Depression. She's from the '30s, so she's very old. She says a lot of stuff like boomer stuff, like about how she used to have to eat corn out of cans when she when FDR was president or whatever. <laughs> but She's just really, she has such a, a great outlook on hope and optimism and just, she's just a great woman in general. I, I have so much love for her. I think the strong women in my life have really made me who I am. So, 
And if I'm not trying to get too sad here, but I'd say like my friends in particular, like you and Randy and uh, there's so many, like just you all bring out, you all have certain qualities that I just admire so much. I love your individuality and how you don't care what other people say. I love how Randy's just a great listener. Mark doesn't care what people say either. Exactly. I mean, the I could go all the way down. Every one of my friends, I feel like has such wonderful and great qualities and makes yeah. me so thankful that i have all y'all in my life no I, I completely relate to that and the strong women too my grandma is a big influence my mom's mom yeah uh she uh my grandpa my grandfather passed away a couple of years ago um most of you guys know that but mm-hmm. um he, like she she lives alone mm-hmm. right and just she's been so strong she's been through so much in her life right and um her daughter is away and i know how sad it is for both of them right mm-hmm. because we do want to bring my grandma over, but we can't right now because travel's closed, right? And hopefully we can bring her over and she can actually stay longer now because we're citizens. Mm-hmm. She could only used to stay six months, but now it can be longer. But she is definitely someone who has inspired me. Just, yeah, her hope. That's what you said about your yeah. Nana. That hope. And I think that hope comes with age. Like, experiences so. and age. I mean, if you've lived through so much, you just you know how to be when times get tough it's hard it's hard as a young person to see things getting better but i think yeah. when you get older I mean, literally look at us we get depressed over a breakup exactly like, you but when you're older you're like you have the perspective to say yeah things did get better from exactly. that point on and i just yeah. wanted to say like anyone who's going through rough times i know it's kind of cliche but reach out it reach out and talk to someone and it like it re- truly will get better like and um, that kind of relates me to my next question. Okay. Um, what is, like, the hardest time in your life? Ooh. And how did you deal with it? <laughs> I know, a little, a little sad. But what is the hardest time in your life? And uh, how did you deal with it? Okay, let me take a sip. Yeah, take a sip of whatever you're drinking. <laughs> uh, I don't know how personal I want to get. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. One, once, once again, like you don't have to get too personal. Well, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk around certain things, and you don't have to reveal names. No, or I, yeah. of course not. Yeah, but no. If you you can get as personal as no, you want. No, 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 no. Yeah. So ever since I'd say sixth grade, I feel like I've had about like a bout of depression about every school year. Maybe it has to do with school. Maybe it's high school and middle school stuff. I don't know, but it usually it, a lot of it comes in the winter, but. I feel like it get it got progressively worse. I think this last winter, just a, a storm of different yeah, stuff happened, yeah. uh-huh. and it definitely got to my worst moment. I'd say the week, the last week of January, the first week of February was definitely my darkest moment. And to relate to what you were saying and giving people advice, I think when I reached out to my friends in particular, I and like especially three very close ones. You were you were one of them. Yeah, me and Randy were one of me, them. Randy and Ani, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think after I reached out to them and really opened up, I felt so much better. It felt like a huge weight was off my chest, and yeah. that's when the healing and the improvement of quality of life came through. So I definitely would say that time period of my life, but also like now I look back on it, it was things that like. I shouldn't have been that upset about like that was when I got rejected from UT. Yeah. So yeah. Right. And every but everybody 
as a senior gets rejected from a school they want. Exactly. Exactly. Like, even if you're the top student, you didn't get into Harvard. You didn't get into Yale or something. For real. And it happens. So, you getting upset about that type of stuff, I mean... It's natural, right? It's obviously natural. You think it's the end of the world. All your friends are getting accepted in A&M and UT. Yeah. But I had... I think what Randy taught me was you just got to have... You have faith in yourself more than anything else. And... As my luck turned out, I got into UT exactly. in April. They just called Congrats. me out of the blue and they said, "You're, know, you're we in. at the gym that day." Ani was there. That's a that's a great moment from yeah. high school as well. Yeah. I was like was jumping so up and down. Yeah. It was Ani and Sid Gopal, yeah. and we were freaking out. I called Randy immediately. That was a great moment, and yeah. it, it if I did not get to see or live through that moment, I don't. I mean, that's just crazy to me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You you just gotta see everything with perspective nothing is that big of a deal where you can't live through it yeah. i think that's that's true even i i have a bit of a hard time i feel like i'm a little dramatic see everything as like life or death yeah but i think i've gained a more nuanced approach yeah to how i deal with specific stuff yeah. like some days i come back from work and i'm like oh yeah. ready i'm ready yeah. to i'm ready to end it yeah but I, I know why I'm there. I'm trying to get money for college, trying to be better. And, you know, the next day, it's usually a good day at work. Like, the kids get better, whatever. And it, it's just, it's not as bad. And exactly. you just gotta, you gotta get through the next day, see the positive, see the, what's gonna be next, see why you're doing this mm-hmm. and how it's improving. And, of course, like, make changes when you can. But also, like, I think a great... Uh, I have you seen About Time? Do you know that movie? No, I actually don't. Okay, it's a rom com. Oh, I love rom coms with uh, any time travels. The guy oh, can time travel. Okay, and so he pretty much the base of the movie. He finds this really cute girl, Rachel McAdams. You know who that is? Yes, yes, very, I do. Very pretty. I, yes, very pretty. And he pretty much gets her through his time traveling thing. Okay, and yeah, that's what he uses it for. But there's a scene. In the second half of the movie, and pretty much he has like the shittiest day at work, like uh-huh. ever, like, and just like a horrible day in general. All his, he has like kids, and they're just like screaming, and like, yeah, and his wife is just like not into him at the moment. And then he his he calls his dad, who also can time travel. And his dad's like, relive the next, relive your last day, even if it's like the worst day on earth, you should relive it and look for all the beautiful things in life. And so he does, and he just sees. All the like love around him, all these people connecting, like his coworkers at work are making him laugh because he's just not as, I guess he's just in a better mind space. And yeah. of course his 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 wife and his kids just act better because he's more positive. He's not bringing negative energy. Yeah, and I think that's just very important. You got to have nuanced perspective that everything's not life or death. Bring some positivity to every situation and hopefully things will get better. Not hopefully, they will. They will, know? they will. And I think you just need to realize that it's okay. Like, however you're feeling, it's okay. It's completely valid. You know, everyone reacts differently to things, right? If someone tells you you're overreacting, you might be, but you're, like, reacting in that way because of stuff that's happened before or because that's just how you react. So they shouldn't be saying you that. You should never tell somebody yeah, you're overreacting. Yeah, please don't. Don't ever, ever, ta- say, yeah, that don't ever say that. They're reacting the way that they 
think feel is natural. Yeah, exactly. And they feel as natural. It's not yeah, their fault that they're exactly. reacting that way, you know? Exactly. Everyone reacts different. And I think just feel how you feel and let it out and just accept it. Once mm-hmm. you accept it, you can f- start to exactly. move forward. Very you true. Know, like Kid Cudi said, keep moving forward. Of you course. Know? Uh, That's I my remember Instagram bio. that was your bio. Is it still your bio? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure. But anyways, yeah, that was that was a great. I I really liked that. That response. yeah, and That's of course, cool. I hope you're doing better now. I'm I'm doing yeah. much better. That's and good. I think another great thing that helped me through that time is music mm. in particular. Yes. Of course, Kid Cudi, but I mean, I think music and even shows like BoJack Horseman or something, something that you can, I feel like. There's like a, a narrative around sad music that if you listen to sad songs, it only makes you sadder. And there there's some minor truth to that. Yeah. But I think the reason that people who are in sad situations listen to those type of songs is because it's situation. It shows you that people are going through the same stuff. Exactly. You can relate to it. Yeah. yeah. Like... Frank Ocean's going through a heartbreak. Man, I love, yeah, exactly. Phoebe Frank Bridgers Ocean. is dealing with grief and yeah. whatever. And Kid Cudi's dealing with depression. Exactly. These people have all been through it, and they're idols to you. They're they make great music, and exactly. it just shows you that you're not alone. Exactly. I think that's a very important music, thing. Music, cinema, shows, and um, even people you know who have been through the same. Mm-hmm. There's this great quote from like from Naruto. Actually, it's um, someone said this. It's you don't know like how someone else feels like you don't understand someone else's pain unless you've been in their shoes right yeah and if we're all if we've all experienced the same thing yeah we would treat each other so much better because why do you think that like when like suppose you're friends with someone who's been like dumped before right Mm -hmm. and you get dumped for the first time you're obviously going to go to them because they know how you feel right and so these ways these people media Things you can relate to also help a lot. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because someone has been there. Someone has, like Pitbull said, been there, done that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back Please. on. I gotta get back on my shit. Hold up, yeah. Pitbull went through this. My bad. Yeah, my bad, bro. <laughs> no, but that's that's very true. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to bash anybody who thinks they're living a very creative life out there, but somebody's gone through the same thing you have. Yeah. And that's not a that's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. I mean, we've. This earth has existed for millions of years. There's bound to be people or beings or whatever that have gone through the same thing you have. And honestly, that should give you some peace. Yeah. Peace, hope, hope. Of course. Hope is another big thing. But yeah, I completely agree. And thanks. That was a great answer. Thank you. I think I handled that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. You were were personal, but not too personal. Yeah. I think that, I think that went well. Yeah. That was a good, that made me feel better. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad. That's dope. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? My freaking phone unlocks. <laughs> God. Um, I thought see. you were going to qu- quote Uncle Iroh. Nah, nah. Uncle Iroh has some great quotes. He's more of a wise guy. He's, you know, he's he, a he has wise like guy. Wisdom. wisdom. Like, it's kind of more general, but you can apply it to anything. Anything, yeah. But Naruto has actually taught me a lot. Yeah, like of course. I've rewatched. I'm actually rewatching it again for like the. I'm rewatching it for the second or third time. I think I've seen it two or three times. That's my cool. little brother's favorite show. Really? So yeah. My, my little stuff. Me, I've watched last he was sixteen. But yeah. last. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> no. That's still last. Uh, quarantine actually. Yeah. Uh, I I rewatched it 
and uh, I started rewatching it, and my family was like, yo, what's this? And I was like, oh, it's Naruto. And they're like, oh, this is good. And we actually watched it together as a family, finished it, and we're caught up on Boruto, which is his son, and it's a, it's the new anime, it's his son. But yeah, like, um, do you have anything, like, media that has, like, taught you a lot? Like, forms of, I know Kid Cudi, right? But, like, mm-hmm. for me, it's, like, Naruto or, like, anime. Anime is a big part of my mm-hmm. life. It has been because, I think it's because I grew up in Singapore. You know, I was surrounded by that, that, um, eat, well, Singapore South, but that, um, East Asian culture, you'd say, right? Like Japan, China, stuff like that. And so anime was a big part of me growing up. That's when I, my first anime I saw was Naruto. And, um, I've also seen Bakugan, which is like those little things. Yeah, of course. Um, Pokemon and then other stuff. And, uh, anime has been a big part of my life. And I know a lot of people like make fun of it hate on it which i understand there are a lot of weird anime fans. but also like why are you hating exactly because there are there's weird fans for everything exactly right? like um but like i think if you look past that if you look past the language barrier if you look past the weird fans it's just so beautiful like the animation itself is beautiful the way they hand draw it and animate it is beautiful the lessons so many of them teach the wide variety it's just a big part and it's influenced there's nothing like it exactly it's pure action and like just like great stuff and there's so many different types of anime exactly like there's romance anime that have helped me get through breakups of course and naruto has picked me up out of like feeling depressed stuff like that hype it's got me hyped up It's, it's it has the hype moments it's got the emotional moments it's everything but anyways for you, I know Kid Cudi's like an artist, no. but what other forms of media, like shows, TV, well, or I'll, even specific songs? I can give specific... Uh, I think a, a TV show that really impacted me is The Haunting of Hill House. Because I remember... I obviously... That's like probably my favorite season of TV. The first season. And I do like the second season, which came out last year. But the first season came out october 2018 i remember i watched it then i was blown away and it's a horror show so i i obviously really like horror movies but it had it has a quality to it that i couldn't really describe at the time and i remember i didn't watch it for about a year and a half and when my grandma died the show is about like grief in general but i think it gave me kind of a, a piece and perspective about the whole situation. I watched it like two weeks after I was not doing too well. And I remember I rewatched it and I was like, it made me feel immediately better. Like it's just a kind of examine how it's just like a part on the a part of life. And it can be a be- very beautiful thing as well. And you shouldn't get upset or dwell on it because people go come and go, but the experience and the love that they give you is, gonna live within you exactly i agree that that's a very true quote yeah uh another song you know i think uh a song that really and it's not even really this song not in particular but i remember during quarantine it was like june and i was just on my computer like going through youtube and i found this song called kyoto by phoebe bridgers And I remember I listened to it, and I kind of became obsessed. I really liked the music video, but I I listened to her whole album. And that song, not in particular, but the fact that that song exposed me to her, and which then exposed me to all this a completely new genre of music that I did not listen to. Like, indie 
folk yes, and indie yes, rock. Yes, yes. I mean, I've listened to so many albums since that point from that genre, and I really uh, relate it back to that song in particular. And I, I love Phoebe Bridgers. She's probably my favorite artist uh, right now. I, I really love her lyricism and everything. So yeah. those are great. two uh, examples, I'd Dope. say. I, I like that. Um, yeah, that was a great topic, great discussion. Um, now for a little less serious question. What okay. is your favorite um, breed of apples? Oh, like you know. Oh, like this I mean, it has to be Granny Smith. Great. I've never had Granny Smith. Isn't that just a green apple? Oh, okay. I've barely ever had green apples. You've n- okay. okay. I've had them sometimes, right? So why do you even ask this question? No, if you've I never thought, had a okay, green apple. Okay, listen. So today I was eating an apple and I really okay. didn't like it, right? And. I, I told my mom, I was like, next time, please get some different apples. I'm more of a Fiji or Red Delicious. I really, you know, I've gone into fights with Randy about this because okay. he hates green apples. I don't hate green apples. And I genuinely, I enjoy all apples. Yeah. I love red apples. I think red apples are a very sweet thing, yeah. but they're A tier and green apples are S tier. Okay. The, I, the I sourness. That. I respect that. The quality of the apple. So you like more sour apples. Yeah. So I think you would have preferred the apple I ate today, which was, uh, I don't even remember. If I find out, I'll tell you. Okay. But yeah, anyways, I just, I got that idea. What's your favorite fruit? I, I already know it. I'll say it with you. One, two, three. Mangoes. mangoes. Yep. Yes. Mangoes are one of my favorite fruits ever since I was a kid. What about you? Cause I know you, you know, of- honestly, I'm not even trying to expose myself. But I'm a very, I was a very picky eater until I was about 17. Oh, no. Yeah. I so, I came into high school, I was very picky. You know, I remember we went to a lake, Mark's Lake House, and that was the first time I had a strawberry. And I didn't tell Seriously? anybody that, but that was the first time I ever ate For a strawberry. For your 18 years of- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh I, I was going to say it, but I didn't want to, I didn't want everybody to roast me then. And I think that's the first time I may have had a blueberry too. I'm not Seriously? sure. But- okay. No, that was the first time I had watermelon in, like, years, bro. Bro, watermelon is also really good. But, you know, that got me into, like, <laughs> that got me into fruit. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I started, I've been eating fruit a lot before uh, before work. And it actually makes me feel a lot more energetic and, yeah, like, has uh, a lot, like, give me more positive mind. My, my dad, actually, usually he just eats fruits for breakfast. Yeah. He started, like, a vegan diet. Um, of course. But, yeah. you know, sometimes when we go to restaurants, me and my brother and my mom can't finish all the non-veg food. Mm-hmm. So we'll try to make my dad eat some. So we kind of break his um, diet, which isn't good. But um, <laughs> for the most part, he's vegan. And he eats, a lot of days, he eats fruits, like at the start of the day for breakfast. Like, mm-hmm. a, like a whole plate of fruits, different fruits. And he says the same thing as you. Like it just, it gives him energy, like much more energy than yeah. like normal food does. I think so. And I think it's because it's natural right yeah it's there's like even if it's processed it's still it's it's refreshing more than anything yeah it's like honestly i think a simple pleasure of life is drinking like a glass of water when you wake up like especially when we come when you wake up naturally and it's not like a no alarm wake up yeah like going to your bathroom like getting a glass of water like a cold glass of water is just I mean, it's the best. And it, eating fruit is like the food equivalent of that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It like, almost feels like you're resetting your system too. Exactly. You know? Like on know. a hot summer day, just eating a watermelon. like No, that's what happened. So I was like, good. this is it's pretty good. The fruits that I used to eat, 
I do not like bananas. I have had bananas. Not a big banana guy. My dad's not a big banana fan either. I think they... I And it seems like they are pretty hit or miss for some people. But I don't... I don't know. My sister uses bananas because she's a vegan as well. And she uses them for like ingredients and stuff. Like okay. one time she was like, I'm going to make you ice cream. And I was like, okay, okay. I come in and it's banana bananas. ice cream. And I'm like, bananas. this literally tastes like baby food. I'm not <laughs> eating this. So that and, you know, I, I do like grapes. I think oranges are pretty delicious. I, I really like oranges. But I'd say apples have been like my mainstay okay yeah okay dope apples are cool um also uh, i do like salad a lot i'm a, i do like vegetables yeah say. yeah no i've ever since i was a kid my parents have been like they've been making me eat my vegetables so i, I love vegetables you know I, i'm more of a vegetarian than non-vegetarian to give a story to you i think a moment when i really ditched my uh picky eating ways was when I w- you invited me to Diwali because I remember oh, I was kind okay. of I had a lot of anxiety about because I was like I don't want to like disrespect Ani's culture if I'm not eating the food or something because yeah, yeah. and obviously I've never had Indian food before and I was kind of scared Indian food's amazing by the so way so I think I would talk to Kyle actually and Kyle never gives good advice but he was <laughs> like just eat it dude and I was like you know what that's kind of I maybe you should just try it and I really liked it like I thought it was really good and Kyle did not like it, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But I, I really did like the Indian food. Yeah, I'm and, glad. That makes me happy. I like when people yeah. like stuff about my culture, you know. Because um, coming here, you know, I'm someone from a different, you know, culture. Of obviously, course. I'm not white. Um, <laughs> but, oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, but it, it kind of helps me be able to accept my culture easier, too. Yeah. When, it, when I find, like, others, like, out, like outsiders of who aren't part of my culture are accepting it i'm like then why should i be afraid mm-hmm. right and um you know i know this is very different than our topic of fruits but uh <laughs> but um what's it called whenever whenever i first first moved here i didn't know how to how to have that balance between being indian and being american right yeah and i never really found that balance until my sophomore year of high school okay you know? and you know, even still, I, I don't, it's funny because I don't feel like I'm, um, I belong here or in India, like not even in India, because when I go to India, they can tell I'm not like an Indian citizen or an a Indian resident because I, when I speak in Hindi or Malayalam, I have an accent, my words are choppy. I have an American accent, obviously. So I'm like an outsider there. And over here, I'm not fully American either. Right. But I think finding that beauty in being different and finding, I think that's why, you know, sometimes I don't like hanging out with a lot of Indians because there's just drama involved. You know, a, a big reason I didn't go to UT Dallas. Um, but, but, um, but sorry, I think, three. Uh, sorry, guy three, sorry, Pawan. Um, but I know y'all will have a great time. Uh, but um, what's it called? I think finding that balance and i think finding friends who appreciate me for me you know and having that having that different uh ethnicities in our friend group seeing like wow like we have like basically every race that's a wonderful thing about high school too especially our high school i feel like i did get a good perspective on people from so many different backgrounds and like raised different ways different races different ethnicities different religions and i i do think i value that and i think that's something that 
it's given me a lot more understanding, first of all. But I think it also has given me, I won't say perspective, because I've already said that like 20 times. No, 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 but it's okay. I get, I get what you mean. I, can, I feel like I can walk in their shoes and understand yes. what they're thinking. Yes, know? yes, yes. Um, that diversity is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to what I was saying. Like, I'm finally able to accept who I am. You know, I'm just a combination of Indian and American. And I think it's become much easier for me to balance because I love wearing Indian clothes now. Mm-hmm. Like, I love wearing kurtas. And you pull off kurtas well, Thank man. you, thank you. And I also love wearing a suit. Because, okay, because... No, 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 about the suits. I'm okay, <laughs> all right. But that's, like, the equivalent. Like, for Indian formal events, you wear a kurta. And for formal events here, you wear, like, a suit. No, I love wearing suits. Yeah. I think wearing suits is... Yeah. Under- I think if you go to dinner with your friend, you show up in a suit. Dude, and for just real. surprise Yeah, you. thanks for leaving me alone. That was that. my bad. Yeah. That was my bad. I just yeah. got off work. I was kind of struggling. To, yeah. I couldn't iron that fast. My yeah. bad. No, you're good. But anyways, yeah. So, they have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> no, we went to a birthday dinner, and I told Ani I was going to wear a matching suit with them, and then I showed up in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, yeah. Was, that was my bad. <laughs> Nah, it's alright. But, yeah, just, like, finding that balance. And I, f- I feel welcome now. Yeah, you know? of course. And I always feel, like, different either either place I go. Like, I feel like I fully won't belong. But I'm surrounded by people who love me for me. And, um, you know, I I love Indian food. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Indian food's amazing. I love wearing Indian clothes. Love Indians. Love Bollywood. We gotta watch some Bollywood We really movies. do need to watch some Bollywood yeah, before um, I leave. Before you leave. I gotta put you on to some Bollywood. But, um... Yeah, anyways, yeah, my favorite, my, I loved, um, I think, sophomore year, that's when I started watching a lot of Bollywood rom-coms, because at the time, my girlfriend was a Desi, um, so, actually, my mom mentioned this the other day, she was like, I noticed whenever you were dating her, you watched a lot of, uh, Bollywood, uh, (laughs) rom-coms, so I guess, um, I guess that was funny, how love influences stuff, but, um, now i have a white girlfriend but i'm still watching a lot of bollywood rom-coms but uh because that's now i'm like now i'm like comfortable in my culture right Mm -hmm. i don't think it's like a a weird thing to do um and not just weird not uh not weird just like now i've accepted it and i've enjoyed it it's something i love doing yeah and um so my next question this is kind of about love okay uh i'm an expert Um, so i know i know you should have saved this for the mark episode i don't think i can help (laughs) (laughs) i love you mark i'm just kidding i'm not an expert guys but i'm gonna i'm gonna hear the question anyways and we're gonna we're gonna see what happens uh, before i start before i ask the question i i don't want to i hope like i don't bring up any bad memories anything no i'm all good comfortable okay um what is i have two questions what is your favorite moment in love i know we're 18 so maybe not love but what is your favorite moment in having a crush or love okay. whatever whatever you think yeah. that's the first question okay so go ahead I, yeah you can answer you can answer oh, unless, really? you, unless you want to hear the second one what, what do you think would be better i think i think i just made a weird tone i think uh it's hard. I think there's this mo- there's a moment when you have a crush or there's a moment when you know, you know? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, no. There's a moment where someone does something and you're like 
Damn, she I, I really like them. <laughs> what <laughs> you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but there's just like a there's a particular moment when you're like, yeah, I really, I really do like them, or when you just come to the realization, like yeah. that's very genuine. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, what's your that's... second question? Maybe I can elaborate. Yeah, more. my second question. What is your definition of love? And uh, that's that's yeah. very hard to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've ever really been in love. Or, before, or but what do you look for? I've of course felt love. And for, this doesn't have to be relationships. Yeah. This can be love for family, love for friends. I think love is an unconditional feeling of compassion. That you feel with all your heart, you know. Yeah. Okay. I think I think you know it when you feel when you you know when you know it. Yes. It's it's one of those things that you cannot force. You got to be in the know to know, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you already know. You yeah. already know. You already but know how it is. It's your boy. You and I think some people force it. I think yeah. you try to force yourself to fall in love when you fall when you get into relationships. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think. I think you can also, and maybe this is just me, and maybe this is not the feeling of love, but I think you can, like, feel moments of love for someone in particular, but I think real true love is when you're there 100% of the time, Yeah, you know? yeah. No, like, somebody that. can, like, you can give me, like, a hot chocolate, I'm like, damn, I love Ani right now. Yeah, Like, yeah. I love you, man. Yeah. But that's not why I love you as a friend. I yeah. love you as a friend for all the stuff that you've done for me, all the compassion all the energy that you've brought towards me yeah it's just, not just one moment it's exactly a culmination of a lot of things exactly yeah 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 what do you how do you feel what uh, what, what do you gotta say uh, um i think for me it just depends oh differently i think your definition was great something i i kind i agree with a lot and i think it's i think a big Maybe it's because of the way I was raised. Maybe it's because of what I've seen, like my parents. I think sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I think sacrifice is a big thing of love, whether it's relationships or friendship or child, like parent, family, family or friends. Just um, like I think if you're willing to sacrifice, you know, yeah. Like I've seen my parents sacrifice so much for me for, for each other too, right? And I think uh, when you're in love, you're willing to sacrifice for that person. And it's just that loyalty is a big part of it too, mm-hmm. right? Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> leave the singing to Ed Sheeran, okay? Uh, my bad. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, I'll leave, the, I'll leave the singing to Ed Sheeran. Uh, <laughs> no, but that is true. Because loyalty, not trying to quote 21 Savage, but loyalty is more of an action. yeah. Yeah, so, that's a great song, by the way. Yeah, Ball Without You by 21 Savage. Loyalty is more of a... I'd rather loyalty than love. Love don't mean shit. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. But, yeah, those actions of somebody being honest with you. Somebody yeah. being honest with you when you need that honesty. Somebody being kind to you or be, doing an act of kindness when you need it most. Somebody being loyal to you when you were at your absolute worst. Mm-hmm. Those actions can turn into the feeling. And honestly, I don't know if I'm the best person to talk about this because I do feel like I'm kind of a, a romantic. I think Bro, I can it's fall. Okay. I am too. I think I I fall in those moments of love very fast. Like, yeah. 
I one of those guys who listen to like fifties or like sixties old love songs because yeah. I just I really like the feeling of love. Yeah, no, me too. I agree. I agree. There's, a, I think there's a lot of people who are like that. Right? And I also think, not trying to be tacky, but I do think that love is kind of the point of life as well. Yeah. Trying to find love and trying to find happiness. Yeah. Maybe in some person, but also if you could find it, you gotta love yourself. Yeah, of course. exactly. That I was actually just gonna say that. Yeah. Like finding love in yourself. Um, but yeah, I think love love binds all. That's another thing from Naruto. Love binds all. Okay. Um, but he's quoting anime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Nerd. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. No, I completely agree. And, What's uh, your favorite rom com? Oh, so I think I'll say English, Hindi, and Malayalam. I have mine. Shrek. I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, what's yours? Let's start uh, off because I feel like yours would just be English, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sadly. Okay. No, no, that's fine. Don't worry. I'll put you on some Bollywood. Don't worry. Thank you. I think, even though it's typical to say, I think Love Actually is a really great movie. Okay. Have you seen that? Uh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. I really like that movie. Uh, <sighs> I'm trying to think of romance in particular in movies. Hmm. <laughs> I really. Maybe if you can't think of a rom com or like a romantic movie, do you like a specific couple in a movie or a show? Uh, you know, show wise, I think I can. I think I could say I. I really do like. I really like this is kind of a weird pick. I really like April and Andy from Parks and Rec. Have you seen that show? Uh, I've seen a couple That's of That's Chris Pratt and Aubrey Plaza. Oh, okay, okay. So, I, I don't know. I think that it brings out a particular element of love where it's they complement each other so well. Yeah. And they just understand who they are as individuals before they try to become their own individual relationship. Yeah. And That's kind of how my parents are, actually. Yeah. And I, I really I really admire their relationship in the show. Yeah, yeah. I think they also just really work off each other, like funny wise too yeah yeah so that's great yeah. that's great um for me movies um for english i would say um the proposal i don't know if you've seen that ryan reynolds yes reynolds. uh stacy actually put me onto that movie okay it's one of her favorite movies cinder bullock yeah uh yeah and um that was just a phenomenal rom-com and um another one i like is um the to all the boys series of course that's a little basic no uh, i think but it's our generation that's why i think i like it a lot yeah and the girl is also um she's asian she's not the same ethnicity as i am but that's another thing um and i don't know if you, okay never have i ever mm-hmm. you know how like she's not allowed to date that was something i related to a lot a while back because i wasn't allowed to date but i'd still do it um my parents know but they they'd eventually find out um but uh but anyways yeah but i think the proposal and to all the boys series for english and not to uh not to keep bringing back the haunting of hill house but the main relationship in the first season and the second season as well to be honest i feel like people really hate the second season i found it very lovely but it's a very it's it's really like a romance movie okay. for any or romance TV show more than anything else. I think the first season couple is like really beautiful to watch. Yeah, so. that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, uh, Hindi wise, 
there's this one movie called oh, frick ye jawani he diwani it's not just it's not just a rom-com it's like a it's like a coming of age movie okay. and i th- i really liked the romance between the main character you know deepika padukone okay never mind but um she was the actress in that and ranbir kapoor is the actor i think that was a great movie i think remember that when i talked about having like you guys over and watch I, that was actually the movie i was thinking about oh okay and uh, there's another rom-com if you're if you're indian or brown or desi you know this movie it's called jab we met and this is such a classic like bollywood rom-com it's so feel good it's like it's okay so the guy he's like he's depressed like he was depressed because like his job isn't going well <laughs> nothing's going well and he just meets like this talkative girl on like a train and like she annoys him but she changes his whole outlook on life and uh they part ways but he's just much happier and he's like i got to find like um she was actually she had like a person she was in love with and she wanted to marry but her parents wouldn't be they wouldn't help her like they wouldn't want that because he's from a different area of india that she's from and they had arranged someone for her but he she didn't like it so this guy helps her get with that guy and so they didn't talk for a while and uh eventually he finds from her family he finds out from her family she hasn't gone home since and he finds that surprising cuz she loves her family and she said she would go back after getting married to that guy and she goes and basically like the guy just like left her and was like I don't want to be with you stuff like that so this guy goes back and he now she's the depressed one like she's upset and she's he's trying to bring her back to her old self and uh, eventually they get together in the end i think jamie pulled up a clip i think we can uh jamie jamie <laughs> Okay, never mind. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Uh, guys, I'm not, not trying to be toxic Joe, masculinity, Joe, my I'm bad. I'm not Joe Rogan, all right? I'm on in there. I just gave myself a red flag. No, man. hey, it's okay. I, um, it's all right. I have a very big red flag, which is... Um, it's an actual flag. Uh, yeah, it's an actual flag. <laughs> um, it's a Kanye West tweet that says, I need a room full of mirrors just so I can be surrounded by winners. Great tweet. Kay. Great quote. But uh, Great tweet. Yeah. Great tweet. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, and now moving on to Malayalam. They're okay. This movie is so good. It's called Premam, which means love. Okay. And it is about describe a... it in three words. Think. Love three stages. Okay, like falling in in the relationship and then out of love. No. Okay. It's just three. Okay, let's say three types love. So first love? Yes. First love is just like the first love, it's like a childhood crush. I don't like remember. High crush. I don't remember how the rest go. So first love is first love is like your first crush. Right? I remember See, I don't even know if I've had I can't tell if I've had my first love or not. No, so so it doesn't start off with the first love. First, well, I'm talking from personal okay, experience. Okay, yeah, go ahead, but go ahead. I I I remember girls in elementary school in particular, but did I love them? Nah. I don't know. No. So first love usually comes in high school. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so for this the movie starts off not with the first my definition of first love is a little different because he didn't love this girl. He just had a big crush on her. Okay? So this was like the big crush, like that girl you're like, "Oh, like she's so like she's so pretty. She's so cute. I'd love to date her." And this he was in high school at mm-hmm. the time. And um I definitely recommend watching it to you. It's on Amazon Prime. It has subtitles. Definitely check it out. Uh, it's like two, two and a half hours. Oh, subtitles? I'm just kidding. Oh. No, I'll, uh, I'll actually probably check it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll send the name to you later. But what are the other stages? 
the other stage is this is a true first love, like actual love, real relationship, mm-hmm. right? Real relationship that ends in heartbreak, right? This is your first real relationship where you know you love each other, but timing s- doesn't work out. This one isn't even timing; just something bad just happens. I don't want to give it to you away because okay. it's a spoiler. Something bad just happens, and it's just it's not there. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is the final love, the one you're supposed to end up with, and. It's just like the way he, it's just so relatable, right? And it was so you might not understand the comedy because it's in Malayalam, but even through the subtitles, you might understand some. But you'll be able to relate to it, like the three stages. It'll just be like, I definitely recommend it to anyone. That's, I have another rom com. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's from my childhood. It's a movie I remember a lot, and I've actually been thinking about rewatching it too. But I don't know where I'm gonna get it. It's called Little Manhattan. Oh. So it stars Josh Hutcherson. Okay. From Hunger Games and okay. Store or whatever. But he's like a 10-year-old. I remember he like sco- he has a scooter and he goes around New York City. It used to play all the time on Disney Channel. And I was a Disney Channel kid. So okay. I, I watched Disney Channel valid, a lot. Valid, valid. But I, it was one of my favorite movies as a kid. A great movie. Dope, dope. Yeah. So What's your favorite love song? Love song? Oh, that's a lot. Wait, I have one more movie to add. Okay, okay. Um, this is Japanese anime. Um... It's called Five Centimeters Per Second. Yes. Kind of sad. I've heard about this. Kind of sad. Actually, it's pretty sad. Because just of how realistic it is. And it's not... They don't end up together. Spoiler. Yo. My bad. You gotta say that before you do. My bad. Uh, But anyways. But you can tell. Yeah. But it's just... It's how distance and time can break away a relationship over time. Mm -hmm. And... Even though you love them, you can't be with them. And that timing. And it's just so realistic. And I think that's the saddest part. I watched it for the first time in 8th grade. I didn't understand. I was like, oh, this movie's garbage. I'm never going to watch this again. Then uh, I was going through a breakup junior year. And I watched it again. And I was like, oh, I can completely understand this. During quarantine, actually. Mm -hmm. I can completely understand this now. And it's become one of my favorite movies. I definitely recommend it. But Love Song, that is so hard. Because there's so many good songs. I think different genres. Like there's happy love songs, sad love songs. Uh, how about you go? You ask the question. I genuinely, you know, I've been thinking about making this statement for a while in a group chat. Okay. To draw some criticism. Okay, okay. I genuinely believe the best song of all time is Friday, I'm in Love by The Cure. I think... I've actually never heard that song. I bet you have heard it. You just don't... You, recognize it. You might not yeah. recognize it by the name. I think it is a genius song. I think it is probably my favorite. I don't know if it's my personal favorite song of all time, but it's one I can recognize as the best. I really love that song. I relate to the sentiment, the lyrics, especially when you're going in that love phase. Mm -hmm. I think it's a very... Yeah. Yeah, great song. That would probably be my personal favorite love song. See, the thing about me is I can never narrow it down to one pick, you know? I think I really like Earthquake as well. Okay, that's a that's a great song. Great I think song. that's like a not not trying to be basic, but I do. I hey, shout out Tyler, there. great new album again. Yeah, Fantastic. I was gonna ask about that after this. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that more later. But uh, what's it called? Damn, we're at an hour fifteen minutes. Solid. Hey, we're having fun, for man. For real. Uh, but anyways, so what was I gonna? My. I think sadness, white Ferrari. Mm. That is a hundred percent, hands down, one of my favorite love slash breakup I might, songs. 
I might say self control. Self control is amazing too. Because I think that whole album is amazing. Yeah, I, I obviously Blonde, uh, Ten Blonde out of 10. by Frank Ocean, <clears throat> one of the greatest albums I've heard in like in my life. I really, I think the lyrics in particular in self control really stand. Like, yes. Wish we grew up on the same, same advice. That's that's a yes, weird that can really. Get, that's probably the one that breaks my heart the most on yeah. the album. Yeah. But also like, I'll sleep between us, nothing. Yeah, and White Ferrari has a lot of lyrics like that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure we're taller in another dimension. Like that line. Very like reflective and just emotional. Yeah, yeah it's reflective it because really I wish I was a, taller in this dimension. Mm, but that's not gonna happen. Really gets a, a reaction out of the listener too. Yeah, it's a great. But album. sadness, either that or "Stay with Me," the Japanese song mm. by Miki Matsubara. Rest in peace. Um, is that the pop? Is that like a? Is that one the one? J-pop, the J-pop song. It's, it's a like "Stay, stay with, with Me." Yeah, yeah, that one. That one, that one is another love song. song. It's sad. It's very upbeat, but it's the lyrics are really mm-hmm. sad because she's like saying like, "Please stay with me." Like I'm so in love with you, but the guy doesn't want to stay with her, and it's just like that pleading love. But otherwise, uh, another sad one is this song called. This actually isn't sad. It's. I was trying to get a happy song out sorry, of you. I'll get. I'll give you a happy song. But this is this is a a, a slower song. It's a Hindi song. It's called Tumhiho, and it's just. It's very deep love. Okay. It's about very deep love. And uh, a happy one, another Hindi one. It's um, it's from that movie Ye Jawani He Diwani that I talked about. It's called Subhanallah. And it's a very, I don't know what Subhanallah means. It's like a Muslim term. But I, I know it's something to do with happiness, stuff like that. But that, um, sorry if I offended anyone. But um, that song is amazing. It's just like, it's that good feeling of love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, like, wow. I love it. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think Lover by Taylor Swift. The the title track? The title track. That album, too. I love that album so much. Um, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I think that's my favorite Taylor album. Mm. But also, that song, that title song, Lover, just... I know it's a little... The lyrics are very simple, but they're very hard-hitting. They're very... Like, it's true. Like, can I go where you go? Like, it's like when you love someone you just want to be with them it doesn't matter what they're doing right and i just love that song um i think that's why a lot of people are it's just like drive around with each other because it doesn't really matter what they're doing that's why i love driving people like i love offering people rides i'm like yeah like i'll take you i don't care like i one i love driving and two i love hang like i'd rather drive with someone than alone right and lover that whole album i love it i was actually i was introduced to it back in september or october uh the first song i heard off of it was paper paper rings that's another love song i love so much um shout out stacy she put me onto that song and that whole album Mm because she showed me like three songs from that album then i was like wow this is so good and um paper rings is the first song i heard and i fell in love with it and then lover those two are probably my favorite english love songs i'd say a sad song for me is Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers. I really okay. relate to that personal experience of hers in that song. I really think that's one of her better... It's one of her more popular songs. So another okay. basic pick by Mason, but Guys, still a great song. Cool, but I'd say... I also... I think I put this in our, our group chat the other day. I said it... And this was the song that made me think of it. Is It's Something Stupid by Frank Sinatra. But I think it's a... It's, it's just a classic love song, but I could just, like, imagine myself, like, dancing in, like, 
a dining room to it, like drinking wine with my future wife or something. Yeah. Just, it's a very good song. No, so. I get that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, you know what song reminds me of that feeling is that ending song from Avengers Endgame. It definitely has that feeling. That uh, when Peggy and uh, Steve mm-hmm, dance of course. that, that song is definitely something. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I don't really know much of those old songs because growing up, I heard more of older Indian songs. Yeah. So we I should def- swap. Yeah, exactly. I can definitely put you onto so many. Yeah. You just need to look up translations. <laughs> oh, I can translate it for you usually. Yeah. Uh, well, I yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So great picks. I think ball without you it's a rap song but i definitely have related to it a lot um in the night i hear him call heartless heartless is great somewhere far yeah that's a great song Uh, i think randy really likes uh blame game by kanye (laughs) he does does he actually no i'm just playing damn uh but yeah ball without you by 21 savage is a song we talked about it earlier but a song that i that really was amazing i wonder who's gonna make it to this point in the podcast usually people just listen to this like while doing stuff you think they're gonna do stuff for like two hours well they pause it and then they watch that's what i do like if i listen to joe rogan i'll like pause it at one point whenever you think your girlfriend's gonna get to this point be honest uh yeah (laughs) okay hopefully i like the faith if because i remember i was asking i think it was either it had, I think it was Ashley. We'll, test, she, we'll test she, her. She was like, no, I, we should. We should we'll definitely because, put something because, in. No, 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 no. Okay, so... If we ask you if you listen to the whole podcast at this point... Yeah. All you have to reply back is peanut butter. Peanut butter, yes. Peanut butter. So if we ask you, did you listen to the whole podcast? If you say yes, and you don't say peanut butter after it, you haven't listened to the whole podcast. Yeah, so, we caught yeah. you. We caught you. Ashley told me she only listened to like the first five minutes of like one of, one of your sentimental podcasts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, this is really funny. And I'm also having you. I yeah, I think, think we're having so a fun. good conversation. It's so fun having people. I mean, Joe Rogan, his, his podcast go to like two, three hours and people listen to the whole thing. Yeah. I have friends like Sid, Mark, they listen to the whole thing. They'll just split it up. Yeah, I think so. So we'll be fine. If you don't listen to it, screw you. You're a cuck. Um, on yeah. Kith, you suck. Yeah, on Kith. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no I love on Kith. For you, real. Mad love to my homie. That's my horn, bro. Hold it down. Wait. Hold down, horn, hold down the horns, bro. Shout, shout out to my wood kids. They're holding it down for shout my boy Shout out Pernod. Kith. That guy's a goat. For real. Shout Wait, out okay. Well, let me talk about something that Ani... Or I'll let him talk about it, but... He got a tattoo. Oh, yes. I did get a tattoo. You guys... Oh, wait. Uh, I got it on my wrist. It's an it's an ohm symbol. Mason and Pranav were there while I was getting it, and uh, definitely great experience. Definitely great first. The tattoo, tattoo artist was very she was, she nice was lady. Very nice. She was also just an apprentice. Yeah, she did a great job. She's very talented and she was very sweet. She definitely made. She walked you through the whole thing. Walked me through the whole thing. Made me feel very comfortable, and um, towards the top of the tattoo, it did hurt because I had a lot of veins and nerve endings there. But rest of that, I dealt with it fine. But just know, I was, it's on the inside of my wrist. If you get a tattoo there and you can't deal with pain well, then don't get a tattoo there. Like me, I have like a high pain tolerance uh, pretty much. So I was like, okay, I can do it. But other people, like, be careful. But yeah. My mom was so scared when I told her because she was like, you just seem like the type who would come home with a tattoo. And I'm like, what does that even mean? But 
uh, obviously in Austin, there's a lot of tattoo shops. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get some in college. For my sure. my uh, my cousin, she who she went to UT Austin, and she came back with a lot of tattoos. And my Dope. mom was really scared of it. I'm See, gonna turn out like that for some reason. I'm but. I'm not a sleeve kind of person. I'm more of. Have you seen Harry Styles tattoos? Yeah, like I've been collection. saying that. Yeah, I really like the like the little like collage type. Yeah, thing. that's what the I sporadic want. little. I def- I definitely want a lot. Like, I definitely want more Hindu tattoos. Yeah. Like, this own one is one because it's something important to my life. And I Mm -hmm. feel like, 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 I'm not going to disrespect anyone who just gets random tattoos. But I feel like for me personally, if I get a tattoo, I want it to have a meaning. I don't want it to just be like a random skull, you know? But Um, also, like, your body, your choice, do whatever you you want. want, Like, I'm not going to, like, control you. Yeah. If you think it, if you, it makes you happy, I'm definitely not saying yeah, anything at all. Exactly, so. but like me personally, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, right? but like I'm not gonna shame someone for having. Like it. If somebody like, gets a tram stamp, go for it, bro. Dude, and wow. sometimes like do what those you gotta look, do. Like the skulls and stuff, they look dope. Like sometimes the no tattoo. Maybe. No, seriously, I. You know, a part of me, I definitely would only get tattoos that have at least some meaning to yeah, me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But you know, maybe you know, five years ago, I was. Com- convinced i was never gonna get tattooed so yeah you know maybe five years from now i'll think differently about them but it's just it's one of those things that really like develops in your mind you know i've i've wanted to get one for a while Mm -hmm. so i've known and um, and i really like your tattoo i think it's thank you done well yes it's it's done very well and i can't wait to get more but yeah it was definitely a great experience and if you are thinking about getting a tattoo do it like go for it we went to one by Wortham. Yeah, it's it's called uh, Rose and Dagger Tattoo. Definitely yeah. a great place. Check it out. And uh, great if people. you just want to get a tattoo, do it. Like, it's a great experience. Yeah. And make sure to bring one or two people with you. Not for support, but also you can share that experience with them. Yeah. You know, it's great. But yeah, thanks for asking that. I appreciate of course. it. Of course. You got any more questions? Uh, not really. I think I hit, like, the main ones. Um. Yeah, I think I've hit the main ones. Do you want to talk about "Call Me If You Get Lost"? Oh yeah, that I have. I didn't. I've list. I kind of listened to it on shuffle because. Okay. I didn't really find like a story. To See, tell. I think I found the story at this point, oh, and okay. I was explain talking. To, explain, because I, I kind of want to hear that. So I think the story behind it it's a little less detailed as you can get from something like Igor, mm-hmm. where you can pretty much pick up new details of the story and the relationship that is depicted on each song. But I think the, the story is at least from my perspective, it's Tyler. I, I mean, there, he's obviously the third guy. So he's like the home wrecker, okay. I guess you would say. And he has a relationship with the girl and he's close friends with the girl's boyfriend. Oh, so okay. he's like the third guy. And okay. I think there, there's some who speculate that he's only doing this to get to the guy because the guy is the same guy who broke his heart before, or he turned down his advances or something. Okay, okay. But I think it, I think it's mostly just the home record, or I feel like that's a bad word to say. Love triangle. Love triangle. Yes, that's a better exactly. Term, yeah. And so that's cool. I can yeah. kind of see that now that I'm li- thinking about the songs I've listened to. I can kind of see that. And I think it's a lot about. Just how, why relationships sometimes don't work. And I think it's at this 
this point in his discography, he's already gone through heartbreak or oh, yeah. growth in Flower Boy and even in songs in Wolf, like yeah. I fucking hate you or whatever. Yeah. I think from those songs in Cherry Bomb as well, and obviously Igor, which is a completely about a relationship. Yeah, completely. I think this is like a throwback to when he used to just rap about money and uh his fame and all his cars yeah but as he used to say in flower boy he only has those things because he's so lonely and he doesn't yeah really take them for account like he doesn't really value them as much it's he obviously knows that it's a thing to it's something to block the pain yeah so i think he's rapping about that but i can see that and the features were amazing too yeah i really what's your favorite so what's your favorite song juggernaut for sure okay juggernaut um i remember so my experience listening to the album for the first i listened to it all the way through front to back with randy in -hmm. a car in a taco bell parking lot at 11 o'clock on thursday and it was a fantastic experience i really recommended it it's crazy that it's only been out for a week i know it doesn't it feel like it's it's been out for longer yeah it has but also Sweet, I thought I wanted. No, I yeah, that's definitely my favorite. That's song. one of my favorite songs too. Yeah, I really love that. So I love Corso. I love the piano beyond that. I think, and I think Tyler's delivery. I think the DJ drama stuff has. I you know at first I wasn't. I didn't know how I felt about it, but I really like the energy that brings. Yeah, for sure. And what else? I think what's your name? Oh yeah, really yeah, came through sure. too. Young I think boy, NBA Youngboy kind of—he really surprised me. He surprised me too. I was very surprised um, because that's not the type of music I've heard him yeah. sing. But yeah, great album. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love Tyler. I've actually been listening to a lot of. I've been trying to work on a project encompassing or a, trying to encompass all the albums I've listened to so far this year. I still think that's number one for me, but a couple other great albums I listened to this week too. Like I, I really have like a new experience. One that released last Friday was Home Video by Lucy Dacus, who's okay. part of a band with Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, but okay, okay. Indie songwriting, whatever. Very well written, great. Serpent with Feet, he released an album. It's like reggae. Kind of Frank Ocean, honestly. Give oh, me that vibe. Okay, okay. I sent a song in the group chat. Nobody responded. So. Wait, what? Just send it to me first. Okay. I'll check it out. I'll send it to out. you personally? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I'd check it out. Uh, What else? What other? I did not listen to the J. Cole album yet. I've not done that. I listened to a few songs. I'm not a big J. Cole guy. So. Yeah, I'm not trying to give a hot take, but... Yeah. Uh, I, I prefer a, other... A, I prefer rappers, other rappers. No offense. I'm more of a Peace Kanye and Kendrick guy. Yeah. I think we should end with a hot take. I don't like J. Cole that much. <laughs> no, give me a real hot take. I don't know. Okay, I'll give a hot take. Okay. I think Megan The Stallion is at least a top 15 rapper, if not top 10. Of all time? No. Oh, of right, right now. now. Of right now. I can see I can see top 15 just because of... I'd say top, Tyler's top 15 all time at this point. Oh, for sure. Uh, maybe not even rap. Maybe artists. I don't know about artists. That's a, that's a bit of a generalization. I, I, I think he's more of an artist than a rapper. I definitely think he probably encompasses the, like a big generation of people, though. Yeah. So, no, but back to the Megan Thee Stallion thing. I think she really does not miss on singles, at she least doesn't. in my opinion. Even on features. She and she really... is a great rapper, too. Yeah, she is. Uh, and she's also very humble. Yeah. She is. 
She also likes anime, so I respect that a lot. Also, Bucks are gonna win the finals, but we don't need to talk about that. I I don't really watch NBA, but, but uh, I I feel like I'm gonna get some hate for that comment. But Bucks are winning the finals. Valid. Hopefully, if Giannis, if Giannis plays. But, yeah. Uh, um, give me a hot take. Uh, frick, I gotta think. Uh, Kanye West is one of the greatest artists of all time. That's not, it's not really take. a hot take. It's just the truth. That's just something Ani would say. It's the truth. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, I don't know. I don't really know many hot takes. Should I, I ask you Kanye or Taylor to upset the the fan base? Oh, God. I can't pick. No, I'm just I kidding. That, I, I, I wouldn't do both. that to you. I, I love that them you. both equally. You know, I've actually really started to enjoy Taylor Swift's music. Taylor Swift is amazing. It's like, one of the, it's like that I meme think... where it's like the Little Caesars pizza and they're like, you know, Little Caesar takes really good when somebody's not in your ear telling you it's shit. Like, yeah. I feel like that kind of way about Taylor Swift because yeah. I've always been in the Kanye community. Yeah. So I feel like now that I'm kind of branching out of that, I can listen to it on my own. I think. And I, I really like folklore. I don't know if this is a hot take. Maybe it might be a hot take for rap fans or guys. I think, I think Taylor Swift is an amazing artist who is probably one of the greatest pop artists of our time. And maybe top 10 of all time. Probably one of the top five mainstream songwriters, too. Yes, songwriters, artists of our time, and I'd say even top 10 of all time. Because of just how long her career has spanned. You know, I do feel bad, because I feel like I've almost discredited her before. And I never mean no, to do I, that. No, I never. I've literally been a fan of her since sixth grade. So, I do have a lot of respect for her. And yeah. if I've ever come across it, my apologies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and hot take wise, I don't know. I think um, I think Billie Eilish about to drop because I think Billie drop. Eilish she is could, overrated. She could, oh that see that's see that's something I cannot get down with because I was about to say she might drop album of the year in about <laughs> at the end of this month. So yeah, uh, I guess that's my hot take. I think Billie Eilish. Is see, overrated. I love Billie Eilish. No, I think she's very talented, but her music is not. My little sister is a big Billie Eilish stand, as I imagine a lot of little sisters are from. 9 to 12. I guess she just has something about her. But I really think she can make... She makes great music. I think Lost Cause yeah. might be one of my favorite songs See, of the year. That was e- a great song. Even though I think she's overrated and I don't really like her music, I have to respect her for the amount of effort she puts in. Mm-hmm. And the stuff she's achieved. I mean, she's literally our age and she's achieved so much. And if people like her so much, there's a reason why. Yeah, I know one album that we both have listened to. Okay. Japanese Breakfast, Jubilee. Jubilee? You know what I'm talking about? You know when you were saying how you listen to Japanese Breakfast? I didn't listen to the whole, uh, I didn't oh, listen okay, to the whole okay. album. But have I, you listened to Be Sweet? You know that no, song? No, What are you talking about then? Dude, what I are have... you on? <laughs> okay, never mind. I got all excited, guys. My bad. <laughs> Another yeah. great album, though. Another great album that came out in June. Okay. Yeah, I didn't listen to the whole album, but I definitely want to. That was great. Great song I heard. But yeah. Uh, okay, I gotta get back to the prison before they know. Oh I'm yeah, gone. yeah. My bad. I'll drive you back. Okay. But uh, it was. Uh, I think we're. I think we're done. I think. I think my expertise on love really came through for on real, this. Man. Uh, I know. I had a great time. Thank yeah, you for inviting thanks, me on. Thanks for joining me. Hopefully, people will watch the whole thing. Listen. To we the whole need thing. more podcasts, we Bonnie. Need, I'm speaking for the fans, man. Guys, guys. I promise you, this is gonna be like a weekly thing. Like actually, until he goes off to college. Until, so he's no, got even about, in college, I'm gonna find new guests, like my new friends in college. It might need to be smaller episodes. I don't know if you're gonna be able to carve out two hours of time. Oh yeah, for sure. Nah, it's probably just gonna be in college unless I'm busy, unless I'm free. But it really does mean a lot to me that you thought of me to be your first yeah, guest. Yeah, for sure. So for I sure, appreciate yeah. that so much. Yeah, of course. I'm, and uh, any. <laughs> 
any unquestionable opinions fans out there me and randy are working on it i don't know if we're Um, gonna get it out (laughs) but hey we made this happen so you never know exactly and uh i'm just i'm excited to be here yeah Uh, uh Shout out the shout out the fam. Shout yeah. out shout out Carter. Shout out Nathan. Shout out Sawyer. Shout out shout Sydney. Out, shout out shout out, shout out the friends. Shout out Liv. Shout out Stacy. Shout out Kat. Shout True. out Ashley. Shout Katie. Out um, Emily. Connor. Randy. Mason. Mark. Sid. Mason. Thank you, Mark, for the Snapchat. I appreciate that. Mason. That's me. Ani. That's Ani. Me. That's shout him. Out, shout out Santosh and Smita and Abby as well. Shout out my mom. Uh yeah. Shout, shout out. out Kid Cuddy. Cuddy. Kid Cuddy. Shout out Kanye West. Um, shout out Sax. Uh, I have, we could do one thing. You what? know that game is like one, two, three, and then you try to get to the same word? Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll well, we gotta. That. One, two, two three. three. Facebook. One, two, two three. three. Bon. You didn't say anything. Okay, my bad. Okay, okay. Okay, you wanna try one more time? Yeah. Okay. One, one two, two three. three. Instagram. I didn't say anything. Okay. I messed it up. Okay, okay. One, two, two three. three. Google. One, two, two three. Snapchat. Dominoes. Okay, okay, I see where you go. Okay. One, One two, two, three. Pop, Pop John's. John's. Let's go. go. <laughs> All right. Okay. With that, we that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Okay. Thank thanks for having me on. on. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for being such a great friend. Thank you, everyone, and uh, see you next time. Stay safe. Be kind. For real. Uh, treat people with kindness. Show love and uh, follow me on Instagram. Vibing with Ani. See See you guys later.